Sports, politics, life, ideal health regenerative medicine presents Kevin Keatsman Has Issues online at idealhealthkc.com. Well, when was the last time you spent an entire weekend in your house? That you never got out, you never went anywhere. You didn't go outside, you didn't cut the grass, you didn't trim the bushes, you didn't do snow shoveling, you didn't go to the store to get some milk. When was the last time you just stayed in for three days? Man, I know a lot of people planning on doing that. We have one thing we're planning to get out of the house this weekend, and that is to go to a neighbor friends of ours and watch the game on Saturday night. And that's it. That's the only thing we have planned. The Keatsmans could be in for the next four days after I pick uh, Spencer and his wife up at the airport on Friday. They'll be staying with us all weekend. My daughter's coming here. We're going to spend a little time together on Saturday, so she'll be traveling to the house. But, man, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't think I'm going to be bored. I can tell you what I'm not going to be doing. I'm not going to be watching all the silliness that's going on in the world. It's just so frustrating to watch. We are now dropping airstrikes in Yemen because they're lobbing attacks at ships in the Red Sea. We've got Trump in court all week long, which is a complete joke. We have Hunter Biden in multiple courts. He's in front of Congress doing a dog and pony show, and then he goes to L.A. for his real trial and appears in court there. And, oh, thank goodness on the weekend, that stuff will all take a break. Joe Biden's been in hiding for three days. Literally, nobody has seen the president of the United States for three days. He spent a couple of days out on the road, but we don't know what he's doing at the White House right now. They're asking questions of Karine Jean-Pierre, and she doesn't answer them. She says, well, he was out on the road, and he was talking about January 6th. I'm like, well, that's productive. That's really good, just what we need in this time where we're, we're basically funding and fighting two wars. We have an open border, and the president is out there talking about January 6th, three years ago, where nobody had a gun, and nobody got shot or killed other than the protesters. It's unbelievable. I mean, all of this is just so unbelievable. So I'm going to be turning my attention to sports this weekend. I don't very often drink hot chocolate, but I spotted some in the pantry yesterday. It's the Swiss Miss kind. I'm definitely going to try that. It's just, man, I'm I'm dreading taking my dog out, and I love my dog. The good part about this is the snow that's like in the backyard and the side yard. He's got short little legs, man. He's a little guy. He's able to do his business in it. He doesn't hate the snow. He, he loves we have so many animals by where we live, deer and turkey and coyotes and possums and squirrels and raccoons and rabbits and everything. He loves sticking his nose down in the snow where there's a footprint. Like he can almost smell the animal better in the snow than he does on the grass, or at least he knows exactly where to go to get the scent. I'm not sure which, but man, he loves putting his face down in the snow. So he'll typically do his business, but there's some places where I've use the snowblower and it's piled up and it's too high for him, whatever. Once the cold hits, it's the frozen tundra. He's just going to walk. We're just going to walk across the snow all weekend. When it's zero, the snow that's left in the yard and whatnot, that ain't no big deal to Cabo at all. So maybe that will actually be easier. But boy, I've never had a time where I've looked more forward to the fact that my dog will do his business in a hurry. There is no coaxing. There are times when he just knows, like, come on, boy. You got to go potty and he will go. There are literally times I will take him outside to pee and it will be less than one minute. And I'm thankful for that. That is all I'm going to be doing the next few days, getting out of the house. That's it. Walking from my car on my buddy's driveway and into his house. The only other thing I'm going to be outside. So we hope everybody does well and stays warm. 
A couple little news items here before we get to sports. I saw a story that five restaurants have closed at KCI. There's a group saying they'll reopen, but they've been closed for quite some time. They're actually more than that with shorter hours where they'll easily say it's staffing, but it's not. They're wanting to open KCI up to tourism. They want to do tours at KCI. Locals who can go see the airport, locals that don't travel. Now, that might be interesting one time, but those folks that don't travel or buy plane tickets are just don't seem very likely to me that they're going to go to the airport and buy lunch or get a drink for $14 or buy some luggage or shoes at Jay Murphy. I, I not Jay Murphy. Uh, uh, what the heck's it called? Johnston and Murphy or the, or the golf store or whatever. It doesn't seem very likely to me that people are going to take a tour to go do that. But they're going to try, and we've got five restaurants closed. We're not a year old yet. Will they reopen? Well, they say they're going to reopen. They said there was equipment failure. There was this. There was that. I don't know. I don't know. I just know when I travel, I travel early in the morning and late at night, and those most of the places are closed anyway. Like most airports, there's not a lot of options really early in the morning and really late at night. I don't, I don't know how these places stay in business. There's not a lot of, you know, the ones that you go to in Dallas or Atlanta, and you're making connections, and some people sit there for three hours before connecting to another flight to fly to Europe or somewhere long, far away. We've gone to the Caribbean before and flown to Dallas. We'll be on the ground there for two hours before we connect a flight to the Caribbean. It's pretty cool to have the restaurants there. You plan on it. I don't know how KCI survives with that. I, I don't know how many people at KCI, unless there's bad weather, flight delays, computer glitches, have a couple hours to go in and sit down at a restaurant, order a meal, and spend that kind of time. I, I just, I, I don't understand and I don't see it. So I'm not surprised the restaurants are closing. My guess is, I'm a little cynical about these things. My guess is the restaurants are all already looking for new deals on their leases. That they're saying, we'll stay. We'll save you the embarrassment of your new airport not working. That it's, that this, this part is failing. These 50 restaurants and shops are failing. We'll save you that embarrassment if you cut us a new deal on the lease. That's my guess, is that they're all trying to get better deals right now. And Kansas City will cave to that. And these things are pretty easy. You know, there really should be low lease. It would be really cool at the airport is if Kansas City decided, here's what we're going to do. We're going to add a dollar to every person that takes off and lands. a one Or 50 cents. I don't care what it is. And the leases on these spaces are going to be really low. We're going to get our money from the passengers flying in and out many of whom, not the majority, I wouldn't think, but half or more don't live here. We pay it at other airports. There are places you pay a $5 landing fee, landing and taking off somewhere. Airports are loaded with those. Let's add 50 cents or a dollar to whatever it is. Let's lower the leases on these things, and let's develop some concepts that are quick and convenient for Kansas Cityans. Like, let's put a quick trip in there. (laughs) You want to do something right? I mean, put a big one in there. We can go in and get your breakfast sandwich and your iced tea and you're in and out in 45 seconds. And you can walk down to the gate and have your sandwich and like, let's make this like real life. I mean, that's what I'd be for. I'm not likely to sit down at Pigwitch for an hour and a half and have a meal at the airport. So I'm not surprised that the restaurants are closing. It should surprise absolutely no one. All right, as we transition to sports, I do not understand all this people nationwide screaming about the Peacock Bowl, which is what they're calling the Chiefs and the Dolphins on Saturday night. 
I don't understand it. People in Canada are pissed off now because they don't want to get Peacock and watch the game. People in Canada love watching the Chiefs. A lot of people think this is the marquee matchup of the weekend. I think it's Dallas-Green Bay in the end. I think that will maybe be the best game, but we'll see. The Chiefs-Dolphins is a big draw, and people everywhere are complaining that it's on Peacock. Now, that doesn't affect us in Kansas City. It's on Channel 41, so everybody has it. And I'm just going to ask the question, what am I missing here? I told this to Pete Mundo on his radio show earlier this week. What am I missing? The NFL has been streaming Thursday Night Football for two years on Amazon. It's not been available to everyone. And so now we're going to scream that it's a playoff game? Well, it's barely a playoff game. There's three more rounds of the playoffs coming up. It's barely a playoff game. It's the lowest level Chiefs playoff game we've had in a long time. Honestly, I don't understand this. If you are so upset, if you love the NFL so much, you're so upset, pay the $6 or get the 30-day free trial. It's $6 a month. Sign up for a month and cancel. Do you know how cheap watching an NFL game is for $6 compared to going to the game or compared to going to a movie or compared to going to a sports bar or compared to any other service that you have with your cable or your streaming or anything. We're in an era of choice. If this is important to you, $6 is nothing. It is nothing. If it's not important to you, don't do it. If you're a Chiefs fan and you live in Phoenix, pay the six bucks, watch your Chiefs game, great. Or go to a sports bar and spend 75 bucks. Bad idea. Order it. Anybody can do it. All the TVs take it. Just do it. If it if this is the Browns and Texans, what do you care? I, like, I love this stuff. I don't have Peacock. I tried a free trial one time. I think it's there's nothing on there for me, largely. There's going to be NBC sports content on there. And maybe there's a time where I buy it for a month and cancel it. We'll see. This isn't the time. If the Browns were playing the Texans Saturday afternoon on Peacock, I would not be getting it. I just wouldn't. That game doesn't interest me enough to sign up, pay the six bucks, whatever. I might. Look, this weekend, I might because I'm stuck at home. Maybe, but there's probably something else. Well, there's absolutely something else on. I've got KUK State and Missouri all playing basketball at that time. That's good enough for me. If that game were on Peacock, I would not be paying the six bucks. And it isn't about the six bucks. It's that I don't want to go to the trouble of signing up. I don't want to do this. I don't have to cancel all that crap for a Browns-Texans game. So if the rest of the country can't get enough of the Kansas City Chiefs, which is why the Chiefs and Dolphins are on here, if the rest of the country wants to see the Chiefs go down, they want to see this freezing bowl, they want to see this, pay it. Get it. You have streaming. Everybody has something in their house. And many times if you have cable, if you have Spectrum or Cox or you know one of these other outfits, they'll offer that channel up to you and put it on your cable bill. There's a way like to watch Peacock on your cable if you still have cable. You just add it. You call them, the 800 number, and say add it. And then after the game, you call them back and say drop it. They'll charge you for one month, and that's that. I don't get it, man. I, I, I You know what I think? I think, and, and man, I'm, I got things that really upset me and bother me, and you know this, and I complain about them, and I analyze them, and I break them down, and I give you my opinion. You know that I'm that guy. It's too much. We can't just sit here and bitch about everything. 
That's what we've become. Like post-COVID, we've become a nation of whiny, spoiled, rotten babies that complain about everything. If you want to watch the Chiefs and Dolphins, it's $6. My God, it's three and a half hours of entertainment for six bucks. You can't get that anywhere anymore. You can't rent a movie on streaming for that. These movies, the current releases or whatever, if you go on Apple or um, you know some of these sources, Amazon, it's $20 to watch a movie. To watch a movie that you don't know if you're going to like or not. You're just like, oh, okay, well, let's watch this tonight. What? No. And the cheap ones, the old ones, the two-year-old ones are $5.99. And it's a movie. And you don't know if it's any good. If you love the NFL, if you love the Chiefs, if you love the Dolphins, if you love the NFL, spend the six bucks and watch it on Peacock Saturday night. Stay home. The whole country is going to be freezing. I'm sorry I don't get the outrage. I don't. Now, the NFL is a priority for me. Sports is a priority. I pay for a lot of packages. It's my job. I got a lot of news and a lot of sports. And, and I've got the ability to watch and see anything. Okay? I spend it and I don't ask questions. It's professional services for me. I have to have it. I got to see this stuff. I've always been that way. I spent nearly 40 years, 38 years since college, spending more money than my spouses want me to spend on having games at the house. It's just what we do. It's important to me. It's my lifestyle. I'd rather do that than go to a movie. And how hard is it for six, to cut $6 out of my monthly budget? How hard is that? I mean, I could do that by three less times getting iced tea at Quick Trip. Because they're up to like $1.50 now. <laughs> it's legit. I, I, don't, I don't get it, man. The whole country seems like they're melting down over Peacock, and I just, I don't get it. Now, we have it. We have it on Channel 41, so maybe that's part of it. All right, if you want to go and watch a warm game this weekend, maybe you're headed to Allen Fieldhouse on Saturday. You want to go see the Jayhawks play? Or if you'd like to see the Chiefs Saturday night, there are club-level seats with heat in the club level available at ticketsforless.com. The prices are coming down. The demand is not there. Your promo code on anything you get is KKHI15. KKHI15 for anything Chiefs-related. Anything else, it's just KKHI. If you want to make sure, if you're not sure about the promo codes and whatnot, just call Tickets for Less. You want to see OUKU at Allen Fieldhouse Saturday afternoon, 913-685-3322. We love it when you call them and order your tickets because you mentioned the podcast. That's the best thing that happens for us. It's like, oh my gosh, we got people from Kevin's podcast calling over here buying tickets. We love that. So we greatly appreciate that. If that's easier for you, if that's more old school to just call them and do it on the phone, by all means, call them and do it on the phone. They're going to give you a discount when you mention the podcast on any order to any event anywhere in the world. Ticketsforless.com. Your promo code is KKHI. Right now, it's KKHI15 for Chiefs tickets. Save 15% this weekend. Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet GMC in Excelsior Springs. What a great weekend. Mike's going to hate me for saying this. What a great weekend to not visit the dealership. <laughs> but see, that's what Roberts Robinson is. Shop, click, drive. You can see their inventory. You can send an email to Tim or Mike or any of the good guys there at Roberts Robinson. Say, I'm looking for a Chevy Silverado. I'm looking for the ZR2. I'm, lo you know, the, I'm looking for the upgrade. I'm looking for the roof, whatever. Do you have it? Can you find it? Can we build it? And they do it all online or over the phone. It's really, they're awesome. And they're home of the lifetime warranty, which is absolutely free. So if you're thinking of that new truck, they have low financing rates, as low as 0.9% right now. 
on Chevy GM and GMC trucks? Why wouldn't you? It's the new year. You're ready for a new work truck or a new play truck. RobertsRobinson.com. Shop from home. And same thing with Amini's Galleria. You know, a lot of folks on the weekend visit Amini's. They're looking for a golden tea machine, a pool table, foosball, pinball, shuffleboard, something cool for your man cave. There's all kinds of great stuff there. Some people are thinking about new patio furniture this spring. It's a great time to order your new patio furniture if it's not in stock. It could take six weeks before it's here. And if it takes six weeks right now, you're out there in March enjoying some nice weather. That seems perfect to me. You can look and dream and shop this weekend in the cold in the comfort of your own home at Aminis.com. See everything they have at Aminis.com. You could place an order there, or you can just call them and say, hey, I'm looking at this patio furniture, and uh, when would that be available, or do you have it in stock? And do it over the phone. They got phone numbers right on there. They have off, they have uh, stores in Kansas City, St. Louis, Tulsa, and Oklahoma City. Aminis.com. This is Aminis. All right, on to the real sports, and why wouldn't we lead with Tyreek Hill? Who doesn't want to hear from Tyreek Hill? Oh, 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 I do, Mr. Cotter. I do, I do. Oh, 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 what was his name? What was the guy's name? Oh, man, we used to watch Welcome Back, Cotter. That is a long time ago, and I haven't seen it since. I can see the guy. I can picture him holding his hand up. Oh, 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 over here, Mr. Cotter. I'm going to get a 1,000 emails that I can't remember his name. It was a nickname, as I recall. He just he went by a nickname. Uh, oh, I want to hear from Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill in Florida this week asked about if he stays in touch since he's left much with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Well, I haven't texted Mahomes since they beat our ass. Um, and uh, I text Kelsey. He still ha- hasn't texted me back. He's probably still on his Taylor Swift thing. But, um, yeah, man, those guys are too famous for me now, I guess. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, um, there hasn't been no trash talk. But, obviously, when we get there face-to-face, I'm going to be talking about trash. Um, So, really looking forward to it. All right, that's nice. It sounds like there's a little professional courtesy amongst the three of them. But not much. (laughs) The fact that Travis Kelsey hasn't texted Tyreek back. I, I don't know if I've ever not texted somebody back. I mean, at some point. Uh, yes, on a thread, it eventually ends, and then that's done. I, I get that. But how do you not – I've never – accidental – like, I miss some emails sometimes from some of you because they go to my spam or something, and I don't see them until I go clean that stuff out. And I'm in there, and I'm like, oh, my God, look at this stuff. And I'll apologize to people from, like, two weeks ago. So I didn't see this, man. It went to my junk, and I just don't go there. But it sounds like Travis Kelsey doesn't want to hear much from Tyreek Hill. And I'm okay with that. But they'll love each other after the game and trade jerseys while it's two degrees below zero – after the game, I'm actually okay with that. I think that I, I think distancing yourself from Tyreek Hill would be a good life policy. I think that it would be good advice for anyone. I would advise anyone on this planet to distance themselves from Tyreek Hill. That seems like a plan to me. Seems like a really good plan. Tyreek Hill says he is not wearing long sleeves. He said, if you start bundling up and putting sleeves on and doing all this stuff, you're admitting it's cold, and then you're going to freeze your nuggets off. Uh, Travis Kelsey was practicing this week in sleeves. I'll, I'll, I'll take whatever helps me. How would you not have sleeves on? At least sleeves. That doesn't seem like a problem. You know, the, the, the arm gloves, I think I'd go with that no matter what. Tyreek Hill says, nope, he's not going to do it. He likes his guns to show, folks. He wants people to see his guns on his arm. I like the Chiefs in this game. 
I like the Chiefs. This is uh, Tua Tagovailoa's first playoff game. That usually spells a loss. Quarterbacks, about one out of three quarterbacks win their first playoff game. Two out of three lose their first game. They're, I mean, every single thing in this game points to the Chiefs. The only thing that doesn't, the only even remotely decent analysis I've seen yet is if you can't throw the ball and catch it, the Dolphins could have an advantage if it's just a running game game. If this just comes down to running games, the Dolphins could have an advantage. So we'll see. ESPN is caught up in a controversy. This is a bad one. I mean, we know that there's fake news on the left. Liberals are weird, okay? Let me me preface this whole thing by saying I've never been into awards or award shows or uh, they would come to me and say, hey, you want to pick a show? Do you want to nominate this show and enter an awards? I said, I'm not interested. You pick one. (laughs) I'm not interested. I don't care. I work for the listeners. The viewers, when I was in TV, I don't care. I was nominated for three Emmys in television. I did not. They, they asked me, they said, hey, put this tape in. I gave it to my boss. They liked the story I did. They entered it. The Emmy, well, I didn't even go to the awards. No. I've won Broadcaster of the Year awards. I've won things like that here in Kansas City. Uh, radio awards that I didn't enter and didn't go to the ceremonies because I just kept working. A lot of times these things were late in the afternoon. I was on the air. I, it's, it's not my thing. And I've only recently learned that the awards are for liberals, that they love to get together in media and pat each other on the back and talk about how great they are. This is one of their favorite things. They love this stuff, whether it's an Emmy, a Golden Globe, uh, an Oscar, uh, Marconi Awards, radio awards, doesn't matter. They love getting together and doing this. There are certain people that love that. I'm not that way, and I'm not that social, to be honest. I don't like going to the events. I don't like standing around small talking with people that I'm not going to talk to until next year at this event. That's always seemed like a waste of time to me. Maybe I'm a dick. I don't know. I just, it's just not my thing, but boy, for the liberals, it's really their thing. And at ESPN, they have a guy named Lee fitting who was an executive and he's been released last year. And people were wondering why they let him go. He went to work for the WWE. Well, they let him go because they caught him doing something really bad and stupid. Lee Fitting would enter fake names for Emmy Awards for College Game Day and other shows on ESPN. I don't even know how you do this. I don't know how you do I, I, I Again, I can't give you the details of what the man did. I don't even understand this. This is out over my skis. I don't know. He would enter fake names for Emmy Awards. They would win them of people that didn't even work there because they're ESPN and they have influence and the liberals pat each other on the back and it just doesn't matter. You just win. He would take the plate off the Emmy with the name on it, the fake name, and put a new plate on it with Kirk Herbstreet or Lee Corso or Linda Cohn or somebody like that. And the guy's done it for at least 13 years. They believe he's done it for over 20 years. Dozens and dozens and dozens of Emmys. For an example, the Academy, the Emmys, the Emmy Awards, they recognize Linda Cohn of ESPN as having won one Emmy. But her profile picture is of her at her desk with four of them. Three of them were fake. Outkick has reported that two of the names that were used, fake names, at one point, they say that the on-air people didn't know, that they just accepted these Emmys and said thank you, that they didn't know. But ask yourself this. Kirk Herbstreet and Lee Corso were the basis of College Game Day Forever, and Lee Fitting worked with them. He entered the names for producers of College Game Day, Kirk Henry and Lee Clark. And Kirk Henry and Lee Clark won, 
and he took Kirk Henry off and put Kirk Herbstreet on the award. And Lee Clark won, but there is no Lee Clark, so he took Lee Clark off and put Lee Corso on and gave them the awards. My God, how many, they got too many employees at ESPN. What is that? Talk about devaluing your award. College basketball on Saturday. Again, this, this Peacock Bowl thing. Kansas, number three in the country, playing Oklahoma, number nine. Both teams are 13-2. and two. One o'clock, Allen Fieldhouse, streaming on ESPN+. Plus. I'm going to guess a whole lot of you folks have ESPN+. Plus. The KU game against Central Florida the other night was on ESPN+. Plus. I went forever and ever and ever not having ESPN+, Plus, but there's too many events on there now. I have to have it. I pay for it. I don't like Disney Corporation. I don't like what they stand for, but what I do for a living and the way I live my life, I need to see the Kansas games. I need to see them. And there were several Big 12 football games on there this year that I needed to see. This doesn't affect Missouri as much. They're on SEC Network. But if you're getting that tier on cable, you're essentially paying for that too. If you have SEC Network, you're paying for it. It's not free. Missouri plays South Carolina at 2.30 on Saturday on SEC Network. And if you have it, you've made the choice to pay for it. Kansas State and Texas Tech. Woo! How in the world is this game on ESPN2? I don't know, but that's the one on regular mainstream television that you may see pretty much anywhere you go. So there's no rhyme or reason in any of this. We've got a streamer, a main channel, and then a conference channel where the games are on Saturday. This is the world we live in. Am I complaining? Are you complaining? Eh. Look, I think it's hurt Kansas basketball. I do. I think way less people in Kansas City, in this area, far fewer people are watching every Kansas basketball game. It used to be must-see TV, and I don't know what the number was from the UCF game the other night, but it wasn't that much because not everybody's watching streaming. And a lot of people forget that on a Wednesday night at 6 o'clock, Kansas is playing a basketball game. It's different. I, I am still surprised that there's not a local option for Kansas basketball, that they can't do something with one of the over-the-air broadcast TVs and figure something out to where the games are streamed or done there. I, but, that, but it is what it is. And so there you go. We complain about Peacock, the Kansas-Oklahoma game. That might be the best matchup in the country tomorrow. OU at KU may be the best game in the country tomorrow. ESPN+. Plus. There you have it. Lee Sterling's about to join us. FryOrthodontics.com is sponsoring that segment. 13 locations, 14 locations, the Kansas City area. First thing they do is assess your individual goals. Then they promise you that they're going to eliminate excessive treatment. This is a way to go, man. There's videos on their website to see what it's all about. And your first consultation is absolutely free when you mention the podcast. FryOrthodontics.com, where your smile is just the start. TimeWise Media is a wonderful cutting-edge ad agency for your business, whether it is a small business or a big business. We do business with TimeWise Media, and we're as small as businesses get. You can't get any smaller than our business, but TimeWise Media has been very helpful for us in gaining exposure, getting connected with clients. They can help your business too. If you've never had anyone in this industry help you, make the call. Whether it's something as simple as search engines and getting your business up front, they target it to your customers not just on zip code. There's personal information out there on anyone. Your company can pop up on the right customer's phones at any point, and your business can flourish. TimeWise Media is online at timewisemedia.com. And Jocelyn's Jewelry, 95th and Antioch, the jeweler you'll recommend to your friends and family. Rough weekend to go diamond shopping, but 
Yeah, if you're going to pop the question or you're leaving town, you better get your butt in there. Joslyn's Jewelry, 95th and Antioch, is online at joslynsjewelry.com. All right, let's do it. Lee Sterling's here to join us. We're going to go over all the lines. We're going to talk about the great football coaches, Nick Saban and Bill Belichick retiring. We're going to preview the Chiefs and the Dolphins. He's an expert on the roster of the Dolphins, the players that are not available. He's going to give you the complete rundown. He knows everything about them, of everybody that's in and everybody that's out. And we'll break that game down. And at the end, we'll have some fun picks as well. Right now, it's Lee Sterling on KKHI. Hit it! The Kevin Keatsman Has Issues Conversation is brought to you by Manhattan's Bluemont Hotel. Online at bluemonthotel.com. It's time to say hello to the Sultan of South Beach. He is Lee Sterling of ParamountSports.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're winnowing down the number of football games left to make money. Let's go. It's go time. It's Super Wildcard Weekend. And Lee Sterling is here with a 40 to 50 unit play on one of the games this year that you can get in on for just 77 bucks by going to ParamountSports.com or calling Lee at 800-400-9741. Hello, Lee Sterling. How are you, sir? I'm not cold, so <laughs> I'm grateful. <laughs> Dude, have you seen the map coming down from Canada? Like the whole United States, except for like the Southwest yeah. and then Florida and some of the Gulf Coast there. The whole thing is getting this Canadian air. It's just going to be a complete and total freeze out. So I was trying to think. So you played some sports. Yeah. What was the coldest game or anything you had ever done sports-wise? How cold was it? We used to play baseball games in February here. So that was cold, but we I'll, I'll bet we never played below freezing, like 32 degrees. They would have canceled the game, I think, because the ground would have been frozen. Okay. You can't really play baseball on – we had dirt infields. You can't really right. play on a frozen dirt infield. You know what I mean? <laughs> there, there'd be no it sliding. Hard, wasn't it hard to hold the bat? Oh, everything I, was hard. I don't think I ever played a baseball game. Obviously, I grew up in Florida. I don't think I ever played a baseball game that was – colder than yeah. like the mid or upper oh, 50s. The pain of getting sawed off on an inside pitch yeah. when it was cold was just, it was awful. It was absolutely awful. Now the coldest yeah. I've ever been at a sporting event, oddly enough, we usually don't get cold. I've, I've mentioned this many times to you. January and February, we can get cold here and this is coming down and it's going to be right. nasty and this happens once a year. We get three or four days and we're going to have three days of really cold weather and then it's going to be 40 degrees again, which is tolerable for just about anything. The coldest I've ever been was about 10 years ago, our soccer team, Sporting Kansas City, played for the MLS Cup yep. at their at their stadium in mid-December. And at the start yep. of the match, it was three degrees and it was 12 below Ooh. wind chill. And Jessica and I watched until halftime and we went across the street to Yard House and watched the second half over there and missed them winning the title. We're like, no, it ain't worth it. I'm sorry. So we did not see them win the MLS title. We watched across the street in a nice warm bar. <laughs> I can't do it, dude. I'm out. I'm just, I'm out. That's I, I think I'm trying to think back. I think I played my senior year in a state championship game. I think it was like 42 or 43 degrees, probably 15, 20 mile an hour winds. And I remember having a little trouble throwing the ball. Mm -hmm. It was 42, 43 degrees. Right. Actually, I played okay. My receivers couldn't catch the ball. Yep. I think the last. I mean, I think maybe I was compensating for the throw the ball a little bit harder. I think I threw three interceptions in that game. And I remember at least, I think two of the three were just off receivers hands. Yeah. And the ball slick, <laughs> the ball slick to grip for a quarter yeah. too, right? Yeah. No, the whole deal. The last time I was it cold, was 
at a sporting event was, I guess it was about six years ago, it was the one the Chiefs lost to the Patriots, the AFC Championship game, the first one they had. The I first remember one that Mahomes game. had. Yep. And it was probably 30 degrees that night, and I took my daughter, right. and she was very excited to go, and I didn't. I just didn't dress warm enough. I knew it was cold, but it was 30, 30 degrees. Like, okay, Th- this thing Saturday night, this, I mean, like you can die pretty quickly. If you, you get thrown out in this, yeah. you're not, you're going to last a few hours and you're frozen and dead. It's over. So, I mean, this is just insane right. what they're going to be playing in on Saturday night. Do they I allow people to like to bring, you, you can't bring in drinks or anything, right? I you mean, bring in food. I, I don't know what, I mean, I, I don't know how it's, dude, there's going to be people like wrapped up in blankets walking in. I think you can bring in anything you want. <laughs> they're they're going to be begging people to come to this <laughs> you game. Could prob- you could probably, you know how, you know how when you go to games when you were younger, you would hide a flask like in your yeah. cowboy boots. Oh, there'll be a million of those. I think there'll be people just bringing in like maybe Keurigs or something. Maybe. Yeah. I'll tell you what, the <laughs> Chiefs. Coffee, hot chocolate. Anybody I mean, that promises to cheer for the Chiefs, I think at some point they'll just allow to walk in free. I'm telling you, there's going to be, be empty seats everywhere. You're not going to recognize Arrowhead yeah. Saturday night. You're just not. Right. It's because right, right. who's going to go, man. I got people calling me saying, Hey, and you want tickets? I'm like, no, I don't want tickets. No, 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 no. no I would even think, I would even think twice about getting out of my car, parking and just walking into the stadium. If I was in a suite. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's doable. Cause you're walking. It's 10 minutes. I, doable, I, I, I could do that. We were, you know, it was, it was yep. cold last week, but it wasn't that cold. I think it was in the thirties. But we were in the club level, so every time you know we got to go to the bathroom or get a drink or halftime or whatever, we're inside. Yeah. So that was fine. But man, my kid, my kid's been in Arizona now for about a decade, and he's flying home yep. for this game, and I have no idea why he's doing that. And he bought his tickets early, so he paid like 180 bucks for them, and now they're going for 25 dollars, and they're still coming. Wow. I'm like, I don't think they own enough clothes for this game. They live in Phoenix no. for God's no. sake. What are they going to wear to this? I, thing? I went skiing. I went skiing. I think four or five years ago, out in Utah. And there was a day with below zero and I'm a type, you know, I got to have my fitted boots. I got to have my, you know, the heat, the warmers, the, the, the electronic warmers on the boots. Mm-hmm. It was below zero and my foot was frozen still. It was so <sighs> cold. I mean, that was with an insulated boot and two socks mm-hmm. and it wasn't enough with a heater. So I, I don't know if people are going to, you can't wear, you can't wear any type of, I don't think there's anything that can help prevent, you know, like your, your toes from freezing. Right. Is there? Well, no. I mean, I've heard some people take like a plastic wrap or something and wrap their feet in that. It does help well, to take either a towel or something to stand on at the stadium. So you're not on the concrete. Well, maybe foot warmers, you know, foot warmers, yeah. you know, like you do in your boots. Yeah. But then when you but, change them, you got to take everything off and put them in there. And now you're exposed right, to it. Right. No, there's, right. No, there's no out on this. It, it's not worth it's it. Bad. It's not worth it's it. It's not so. worth it. I'll be it. watching it at home just like you will be, you, Kevin. You and I should be, <laughs> you, we should be in grumpy old men three, you and I. That's what we should be. <laughs> <laughs> I like to go to games occasionally. You know, I'll go too. to a Dolphin or a University of Miami game. You know, once, maybe twice a year. I like I'm the atmosphere. You, you know, yes. I can see some things. You know, I'm watching things you can't see on TV. But uh, Buddy, this it, isn't going to be one of them. Arrowhead's a blast. It is everything it's cracked up yep. to be. We went two weeks ago to the Bengals game, and we had a blast. Yep. It is everything. We're sitting. I'm sitting here yep. waiting for it. I'm like, I'm looking out the window waiting for it. We got 38 degrees here today, which is cold, but... It, you know, it, it it's not it's not deadly cold. You're well, here, here's okay. another thing. To think. It's coming, I, Lee. It's I coming tomorrow. It's weather. just coming in right before this game. I mean, we if we made it by right. like another twelve hours, it might have missed kickoff. It might have been Sunday before. Well, what would they've they have done? Here, let me give you a hypothetical. And I don't think the NFL really cares about the players as much as they say they do. 
what would have happened? Now, this game's been playing Saturday night. Obviously, they made the schedule. If they knew this thing was going to blow through, and by Sunday afternoon or Sunday night, it was going to be like 30s and 40s. Would they have changed the game or no, not? No, no. The TV networks are in charge of this. So this is peak. This is Peacock, man. This is streaming, and they're trying to sell subscriptions yeah. on Peacock. And NBC pays a lot of money to the NFL, yeah. and they want yeah. a cold game. There's nothing better than sitting in South Florida, where you live, watching all these people freeze on Saturday night, watching a football game in the elements. Now, remember, the warmest people in the stadium are the players, and it's not close. Right. They're really warm. They stay warm oh, the entire game. They got layers. They got yeah. They have the their benches are warm. They sit down on their bench. It's like sitting in a yeah, right. in your car seat heater on steroids. They've got those giant heaters. Right. They've got these huge. Um, they're almost like weighted blankets they put over the players. The players never really get cold. Now their extremities can. And they're, don't they? Their fingers your can. Field also heated. Everything heat heated. the field underneath. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So okay. we're good there. Field. But the, the part is the extremities. It's your nose. It's your right. ears. It's your fingers. Yeah. It's your toes. That's the only thing that really the players complain about. They never really get cold. Now the people in the seats, I don't even know how they do it. Is you're just sitting there. It's just. A if I was the commissioner, and they do say they care about player safety, I, I would have. I, if if it's not obviously the weather is going to be cold through. I think Monday or Tuesday, right? Yes, through Monday. I, w- I would have moved it. If, if, if there was a change and the next day was 30, 40 degrees, then they might I would have found a way to they change the game. Yeah, and no, if it, I was the commissioner and I actually cared, but obviously they don't. It's coming in like 12 to 16 hours before kickoff is when the cold front hits. Right. And then it's going to stay here through Monday. So it would be Tuesday after that. Right. It's going to be three days. Our highs are going to be like four, right. two, and six. Three days. In a yeah. row. Those are the high right. temperatures. I know. I agree. I just, I just, like I said, I don't think they care about the players at all, but I'd like to see a situation come up where the temperatures would change 30, 40, 50 degrees and then see what they would do. And I don't think they would do anything. Andy Reid had the line of the week this year. They said, well, about this cold, all the advantages you have, he goes, advantages. Uh, we're not having a snowball fight. We're playing a football game. <laughs> he's right. You know, you've been, you, you right, still got to go right. out and throw it and catch it, which isn't easy to do. So right. it should be wild. Now, before we get started here on your picks, tell me um, your thoughts about Nick Saban and Bill Belichick both retiring this week. It's just an amazing thing in 24 hours. And how about Pete Carroll on and top Pete of that? Yeah, not quite, he's great, but not in their category. Yeah, yeah. I mean, two, two legitimate goats. Uh, okay, so I, I thought Nick Saban was going to retire a year or two from now. I think that he retired mainly because he just got tired of dealing with a portal and NIL. Just you got to almost call in every single player at the end of the year. Used to be okay. Let's redshirt this kid. You know, next year. You know, hope he contributes and you know maybe if he's good, he has a chance to be a starter or a backup. You got to bring in those kids now, and then with the NIL, you not only got to worry about your own roster. You got to be scouring the roster and bringing guys in on top of just recruiting kids out of high school. I, I think it's horrible. I think it's ruined the college game, and I think that's why he left NFL. I think Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft—they just realized it was, you know, it was time. So I, I think he's going to move on. I personally would look at something like the Chargers. You got a, a quarterback, may not be the best quarterback, but you've got an experienced quarterback. And uh, you can make that defense better and, and obviously probably a lot tougher. I don't, 
don't know if you do anything about the injuries, though. I think, I think <laughs> the Chargers and the Dolphins every year have injuries. more injuries than I've ever seen. I think Chargers is interesting for Belichick because if he, you know, there's there's still a chance that Herbert is a great quarterback, and that has just been a ridiculously bad organization and poorly coached team. But right. I'll tell you what I right. wouldn't do. I'd want Belichick to be my coach, but he's not going to be my general manager. You know, when Andy no, Reid came no to way. Kansas City, that's what that's where Andy Reid fell short in Philadelphia. He was basically the GM. Right. And when he came here, they said, we'll pay you whatever you want, but we don't want you running yep. the, the operation side. And he said, you know what? I'm sick of doing that anyway. I don't want to do it. Now, after a couple of years, smart, smart. he fired John Dorsey. He fired his GM and installed yep. his own guy. But he lets Brett Veach do the whole thing here. He lets him do it all. Right. Smart. So, smart. It's a full-time job. Right. Yes. And you can still sit there on draft night. If you're Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you get to make the call. If it's down to this player oh, I'm this sure player. They tell them, okay, we're looking at these two guys. Which yes. which you wanted these two I'm guys. Sure. Yes. So yep. what, what more could you want? Isn't, aren't you essentially so the GM? If, you if you're Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick, do you retire? No. You go to another team, and uh, if you go to another team, who? Do, what team are you looking at? He needs 16 wins to be the all-time winningest coach in the history of football. Yeah. So Two years. Yeah, he's not going to – I don't think he's quitting. No. So what team? what team? What team? Well, I that's think the Chargers are the odds-on favorite. Question. I think the Chargers are the odds-on favorite at this point, but everybody okay. wants him. The commanders are going to want him. They've got the number two mm-hmm. pick. They could draft Caleb Williams. Um, would the Bears fire Eberflus and install him there and say, bring Marvin Harrison in with Justin Fields? They just gave Eberflus a new contract. I know. But, the, a lot of money. But, but these guys are yeah. billionaires. We we forget yeah. how much they have. Right. Like They find the Panthers owner $300,000 for throwing a drink on a fan. The guy is worth $21 yeah. billion. Yeah. Did you see that that is the equivalent of the average American being fined $1.27? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So what the hell's yeah. paying off a coach when you have $21 billion yeah. and you're 65 years old and you figure, if I have a great life, I'm going to live 30 more years, I can pay some yeah. guy $50 million to walk away? Right, right. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be wild, though. All right, before yeah, that we do the picks here, tell everybody what we got. You've got, a, you've got a huge play coming up this weekend on Wild Card Weekend. I do. So a couple weeks ago, it's like one of those weeks, you're sitting there week 17, most people just, you know, made some bets. I said, you know what? Washington's going to tank last two weeks. And I went against them both weeks. San Francisco destroyed them. It was 27-10, but the commanders did nothing. So we put out a 45-unit play. And how good have we been on these 40 to 50-unit plays last 15 years? 65 and 22. That's 75%. So I found another one in the playoffs going this weekend. They want to get that game. 77 bucks. That's it. 77 bucks. You got a game I think has at least a 75% chance of winning. I've looked at the matchups. I've looked at the weather. Perfect. And then if you also want to get through the Super Bowl, normally last year, 397 this time. I'm not going to reduce it to 297. I want to get everyone involved because I know if I win for you, you're going to want to re-up next year and you're probably going to want to try out some basketball and also some hockey hockey since december 10th we're 38 18 and 1 we rate our plays from 10 to 50 units we won over 500 units Mm. basketball since december 1st we are 58 28 and 3 so we want to combined get this 1,300 units in both sports. Even the UFC comes back this weekend for the first time this year. So check out all the specials. 
197 through the Super Bowl, or you just want to get that one big game this weekend, 77 bucks, ParamountSports.com. We got college basketball mayhem this week. Four of the top five teams have already lost, including Kansas, on Wednesday night at Central yep. Florida. How many college basketball games do you typically do a week? So generally we'll have three to five games on an average night. A Saturday, probably have five to seven. So every single day. That's what's great about basketball and hockey. So football, generally Monday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Basketball, more games. You know, 355 teams, I think there is in Division I basketball. So you're going to get, let's figure that out. You're going to get probably 25, 30 games a week compared to to 12 to 14. A lot more action, a lot more winners. That's awesome. ParamountSports.com. Yep. Okay, let's make some yep. picks in the NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. And I'll remind everybody, these games are staggered. They start Saturday afternoon, then Saturday night, triple header on Sunday, and even a Monday night game. These may or may not be part of Lee's service. We're just doing this for fun here today. If you want to get his picks, you can always call 800-400-9741 or log on to ParamountSports.com. Here we go. Cleveland against Houston. The Browns are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. First time these two teams played. Three weeks ago, C.J. Stroud did not play in the game. And I know that. But <laughs> I don't think he can make up the difference and all of a sudden win a game by himself. I think he's great. I think he's the rookie MVP. But in that first game, Cleveland was up 7 nothing after one quarter. 22-7 at the half. 28-7 after three quarters and Joe Flacco looked really good. He looked so comfortable facing this Houston defense. I don't think Houston has the line play, both sides of the lines to match up with Cleveland. Cleveland's dominated the line of scrimmage. And I just don't think they have the skill players either. I think Cleveland's a really good team. I think they're going to dominate here again. They may not win by three touchdowns. It might be, 7, 10, 13, 14 points. But C.J. Stroud is going to have to be as good or better than last weekend. He was incredible. In fact, this Houston Texans team has faced the first, second, fourth, and seventh rated pass defense. Wasn't close in any of those games here. I like Cleveland here. Go 27-14. Okay, Buffalo's hosting Pittsburgh. I think, personally, Buffalo... Their A game is the best game in the AFC. Now, their bugaboo, obviously, is turnovers, and Josh Allen turns it over a lot. And the Chiefs have been that way, too. Patrick Mahomes has turned it over at a record rate this year compared to what he's done in the past, and the Chiefs are pretty good when they don't turn it over. But I think Buffalo's A game is better than everyone else. They're a big favorite here against Pittsburgh, but aren't they a hard team to bet because you don't – like, if they have zero turnovers against Pittsburgh, they're covering this number. But if they go – Commit two or three turnovers, they're probably going to win by three or four. I mean, Buffalo is a hard team for me to play. Are they hard for you? 22 turnovers. I mean, that's a lot for a quarterback. I mean, his skill level and talent is unquestioned. But you saw it in the Dolphins game. I mean, scored 21 points. Seven points came off a punt return. The weather was perfect. So Pittsburgh's going to be without T.J. Watt, and that's a big loss. He means a point and a half, two points as far as the betting line. and very few defensive players can have that kind of, you know, uh, variance as far as on the point spread, but they do get back both of their safeties. I think the weather is the biggest factor. It, it is my game might be like that Jets Patriots game last week 
The wind's going to be 20 to 30 miles per hour. Mm. Good chance it's going to be snowing. <sighs> Pittsburgh, I mean, they had trouble scoring on Baltimore's second teamers last week. And like I said, except for Stephon Diggs, I, I don't see anything great about that offense. Their defense is really under the radar, Buffalo's. Now, Buffalo lost a nose tackle during the season. Defensive tackle, he came back. They did lose Milano and also White, two really good players. But they have they have been able to come together as a defense, and they shut down the Dolphins. Dolphins didn't come close to scoring a point in the second half here. I'm going under 36 total points. I think that's the better way to play this game. I love it. The Dallas Cowboys yep. are a seven-and-a-half point favorite against the Green Bay Packers. I think Dallas is really good at home and the strength of Green Bay is if they fall behind is going to be negated which is to run the football they ran the ball really well last week Jordan Love has been really come on 18 touchdowns just one interception last eight games they've won six of the last eight here Mike McCarthy you know he'll be pumped facing his old team first home game here in the playoffs for Dallas since 2018 I think they're their pass defense, really good. I'm not impressed with the Green Bay receivers. I just don't think they're going to be able to get much separation here. Dallas has won 16 straight home games and also the third team ever to win nine-plus games in a season by 20 points or more. I like Dallas here, 37-20. All right. And I'll say this. This is just food for thought. If Green Bay wins this game, here you go. Bill Belichick's the head coach of the Cowboys next year. Oof. They yep, might, they'll I fire McCarthy. If he loses yeah. this game, they're firing him. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's looking for yeah. a reason to fire Hadn't that won guy. Any, any big games for him. Right. Hadn't won the big games. Exactly right. All right. So, the Detroit yep. Lions are playing the Rams. These are the quarterbacks that swap teams, man. This is a fun one. And Detroit yep. is a three-point favorite. I, I love the story, the uh, Detroit story. And Jamar Gibbs is incredible running back. He's really dynamic. I thought Dan Campbell made a couple key mistakes. Number one, that Dallas game after they made the two-point conversion and it was called off by a penalty, should have kicked the extra point. I think he's one of those guys that can take a really bad team, and they were awful, and make them a winning team, and they won the division. I don't think he's the guy that can take them to the next level and take them to the Super Bowl or win a Super Bowl. He should not have had Sam Laporta in that game. Sam Laporta, 80 catches. I mean, he was incredible as a rookie tight end. Without him, getting those third-down conversions can be really, really tough. And I'm looking at this Rams team, and when they've had Kyron Williams in at running back, they've been a different team. He's averaged over 120 rushing yards last seven games. Puka and, and also Cooper Cup, I mean, are almost unguardable as receivers. And I think that Lions pass defense, ranked 27th in the NFL, is a real liability they just don't make plays on the balls. They're DBs. So I like the Rams here. Sean, Sean McVay's experience, I think, can be the deciding factor. Also, Matt Stafford going back to where he played for so many years. I like the Rams outright here, 30-28. to 28. All right, the Chiefs are four-point favorite against Miami in the Frost Bowl at Arrowhead Saturday night. <sighs> Anything can happen. But for Miami to win, this is going to be a really tough task. Now, they were down 17 nothing last year to Buffalo with a third-string quarterback, Skylar Thompson, and they made that a game. That was incredible. They, they came within three points, 30, I think it was 31-28 or 30-27, 10 minutes to go, and 
couldn't score. I don't know how they did it. Maybe it was partially they came together. Maybe it was partially Buffalo let up. You, know, you can see these things happen. But in this kind of weather, I think Miami actually is an underrated running team. They were running the ball like crazy on Buffalo over five yards. The carry problem was they only had the ball for three downs in the third quarter, ran it twice, and when they got the ball back in the fourth quarter, had to start throwing the football. Couldn't stick to the plan here. I think both teams are going to run the ball more than normal. When you get to like zero degrees or negative temperatures, I think it's got to be tough to catch the ball. So I think you're going to see a lot of running in this game. I think that uh, Isaiah Pacheco is going to have to be a factor. And even Patrick Mahomes running the ball now, he's run a little less than most years, just 389 yards rushing, which is a little over five yards to carry. I think he's going to have to make some plays. And I think he's going to be able to because Miami's decimated their two pass rushers, two best pass rushers, Phillips and Chubbs, who one was going to the Pro Bowl, the other should have been in the Pro Bowl. They're out for the season. And they're down to two linebackers that were even on the roster to start the year. So it's going to be really tough for Miami. Also, special teams could be affected here. I'm going to look at the total. I think that Kansas City probably going to win the game. Do you want to lay four points here? I can see Kansas City winning 13-10, 16-10. Might even go up to four and a half. I'm going to take under 43 and a half total points. I think that's the better way to play the game. I love that. Absolutely. Game of the yep. week is Philadelphia, Tampa Bay. Lee Sterling will give it to you absolutely free. If you call him yep. at 800-400-9741. Philly limps into the playoffs. I saw one ranking said they're the worst team in the playoffs. Wow, what has happened to the Eagles? Could be. <laughs> There's a couple other teams yeah. like Pittsburgh and Miami that would probably, you can make an argument also. But, um, I mean, they were sitting at 10-1. Tampa Bay won it. Won the division for the third straight time with Baker Mayfield. Give yeah. them credit. So you want to get this game. It looks like it's tough to figure out. I think I've got the right side. First 10 callers get it for free. 800-400-9741. Again, the number 800-400-9741 to get that game on me. And if you want to get my 40 to 50 unit max wager, just $77 or the best value, get from now to the Super Bowl. We're only 397 not even 297 just $197, one place, ParamountSports.com. Lee, you're the best. Thank you, buddy. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your sunshine and warmth in South Florida. You too. Stay <laughs> right. warm, Kevin. See Thanks. You. All right. There's Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com for all of his selections. He's got a 40 to 50 unit play. And we just love Lee Sterling and appreciate having him on. He's presented by North Kansas City Dental online at nkcdental.com. Dr. Bill Bush has offices in Kansas and Missouri. For all your dentistry needs, it's North Kansas City Dental. Advantage Termite and Pest Control is online at AdvantageTPC.com. That's Termite Pest Control. AdvantageTPC.com or call 913-768-8989. For all things pest control, Advantage Termite and Pest Control. And Advanced Medical Imaging, see what's inside. Schedule an appointment today, get in tomorrow for an MRI or a CT scan or maybe just a routine heart scan that you should do every couple of years to find out your plaque score and see how your organs look in your torso. It's under 100 bucks out of pocket. Get peace of mind. Or when your doctor says you need a scan, don't wait five weeks. Go to Advanced Medical Imaging and see what's inside today. Online at medimageks.com. All right, Lee Sterling's picks. He took the Browns minus two and a half against the Texans. He likes the Buffalo Pittsburgh under. Dallas minus seven and a half against Green Bay. The Rams, the underdog to win 
at Detroit, getting three points. The Chiefs and Dolphins under, which sounds tasty to me as well. And he'll give you Philadelphia and Tampa Bay absolutely free if you call him at 800-400-9741. Okay, folks, if you're headed to the game on Saturday night, please bundle up and be careful. If you start to lose feeling in extremities, find shelter, do something, figure it out. Have a good time at the game, but make sure you are prepared. I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. I do not think it's going to be high scoring. I'm going to go Kansas City 20-13. to 13, And I think that covers and goes under, which is usually a rare thing for a favorite to cover and go under. But I think that's going to happen. I think Lee is exactly right. I think there's going to be a lot of running the football in this game, a lot of clock move, running clock, and not very many snaps of the ball. I think there's going to be a little of that. Turnovers. Most important statistic in the postseason. And if this is a low-scoring game and it's really cold and the Chiefs turn it over twice and the Dolphins don't turn it over once, Chiefs are in trouble. They'll lose the game. Ball security in this cold Saturday night will define this game. It will be everything from, from balls off, from passes off the hands of receivers being tipped into the air for interceptions or fumbles or whatever it may be, bad snaps, the ball slipping out of the quarterback's hand because it's hard as a rock and cold. Ball security is the single most important factor in the game Saturday night. Enjoy the playoffs this weekend. And as always, thank you so much for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Kevin Keatsman Has Issues has been presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet GMC and is produced by Crooked Tail Media. Please hit the like or follow button wherever you listen or give us a review. For premium content podcasts and weekly newsletter, join as a patron at kkhasissues.com. For as little as $5 a month, support all our sponsors and other conservative businesses at the kklist.com. This has been a production of Cricket Tail Media Incorporated.